Hello, I'm Marvin Fant, and this is Fantline, where we're not afraid to speak truth, and it doesn't matter if you're conservative or liberal, Democrat or Republican, because right always trumps over wrong. Enough said. So, what does the Bible say about women pastors? Now, this subject can probably get under your skin. It could probably rub you the wrong way. But it's something we need to get into. It's a situation that it needs to be handled with care, but also at the same time, it needs to be brought to the forefront. The truth needs to be told. So let's get right into this. There is perhaps no more hotly debated issue in the church today than the issue of women serving as pastors. As a result, it is very important not to see this issue as men versus women. There are women who believe women should not serve as pastors and that the Bible places restrictions on the ministry of women. And there are men who believe women can serve as pastors and that there are no restrictions on women in ministry. This is not an issue of chauvinism or discrimination. It is an issue of biblical interpretation. And I'm going to get into some scripture here, and this is coming from 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting at verse 11. And this is basically covering verses 11 and 12. Now, having addressed men and women separately, Paul continues to discuss gender role differences in the church. A woman, for instance, is to learn quietly with full submission, Paul says. He said, I do not allow women, a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. Understand that Paul is not calling for an absolute silence, nor is he forbidding women from using their gifts. Indeed, Paul allows women to speak in a church when it is under the proper covering of legitimate male authority. Now you can get this from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 2 through 10. So what he's talking about here is the exercise of a role and of a role in office, so to speak. He's talking about teaching and having authority an overseer, elder, pastor, These terms are interchangeable in the New Testament and is expected both to teach and to govern and lead the church. Women are restricted from serving in this role of final authority in the church where teaching and exercising authority are combined, be it senior pastor, elder, bishop, and so on. 
Now, some claim Paul's words are a mere artifact of an ancient male chauvinist culture, but Paul gives a reason of the other's restriction and has nothing to do with cultural norms. Adam was forced, excuse me, formed first and then Eve. In other words, the limitation on women serving in the role of final authority in the church is based on a creation principle. There was an order to God's creation of humanity. He made people, male and then female. He created the man first, not because the man was superior to the woman, but because he was to be the positional leader. Scripture lays out a pattern of male leadership in the home and in the church. The married couple was to function as an inseparable team, exercising dominion together over God's creation, with the man exhibiting godly servant leadership, the man's role as head, example, governing authority over the woman, does not make him superior to her any more than God, the father's role as head, makes him superior in essence to God, the son. They are co-equal members of the Trinity, though they have different functions. Likewise, the husband is to submit to Christ's headship over him, and the wife is to submit to her husband's headship. Nonetheless, they are unified in Christ and co-heirs of the grace of life. There is no inferiority. Rather, there is a functional order. And when this clearly defined conventional order is breached, the door is open for Satan to, <clears throat> excuse me, for Satan to sow discord and limit the intervention of angels. Now, Paul provides biblical support for the restriction on women serving as overseers, be it serving as overseers, elders, pastors. Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and transgressed. Satan caused their roles to be reversed, approaching Eve with his deception while Adam stood silently and watched. Though he was supposed to take an active role in watching over the garden and keeping God's command, Adam became passive and allowed the devil to tempt Eve and then knowingly follow her into sin. Importantly, though, Eve was deceived and scripture lays responsibility for humankind's fall into sin at the feet of Adam. And as the head, he should have defended both his wife and God's garden against the lying intruder. In the same way, God called men are to serve as spiritual guardians and overseers in the church, leading God's people, teaching the truth, and equipping the church to guard against satanic intrusion. Now, getting back to what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, where he said, I do not permit a woman to teach or have authority over man. She must be silent in the church. And God assigns different roles to men and women 
There are many objections to this view of women in pastoral ministry. A common one is that Paul restricts, restricts women from teaching because in the first century, women were typically uneducated. However, nowhere does it mention educational status. If education were a qualification for ministry, then the majority of Jesus' disciples would not have been qualified. A second common objective is that Paul only restricted the women of Ephesus from teaching men. See, 1 Timothy was written to Timothy, the pastor of the church of Ephesus. Ephesus was known for its temple to Artemis, and women were the authorities in that branch of paganism. Therefore, the theory goes, Paul was only reaching against excuse me, reacting against the female lead customs, excuse me, female-led customs of the Ephesian idolaters. And the church needed to be different. However, the book of 1 Timothy nowhere mentions Artemis, nor does Paul mention the standard practice of Artemis worshipers as a reason for the restrictions. Remember, these are objections here. A third objection is that Paul is only referring to husbands and wives and not men and women in general. The Greek word for women, woman, excuse me, and man could refer to husbands and wives. However, the basic meaning of the words is broader than that further. The same Greek words are used in verses 8 through 10 and 1 Timothy chapter 2. Are only husbands to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger and disputing? Are only wives to dress modestly, have good deeds, and worship God? Of course not. Verses 8 through 10 clearly refer to all men and women, not just husbands and wives. There is nothing in the context that would indicate a narrowing to husbands and wives in verses 11 through 14. Yet another objection to this interpretation of women in pastoral ministry is in relation to women who held positions of leadership in the Bible, specifically Miriam, Deborah, and Huldah in the Old Testament. Now, it is true that these women were chosen by God for special service to him and that they stand as models of faith, courage, and yes, leadership. However, the authority of women in the Old Testament is not relevant to the issue of pastors in the church. The New Testament epistles present a new paradigm for God's people. The church, the body of Christ, and the and that paradigm includes an authority structure unique to the church, not for the nation of Israel or any other Old Testament entity. Similar arguments are made using Priscilla and Phoebe in the New Testament in Acts uh, 18. Priscilla and Aquila are presented as faithful ministers for Christ. Priscilla's name is mentioned first perhaps indicating that she was more prominent in ministry than her husband. Now, did Priscilla and her husband teach the gospel of Jesus Christ to Apollos? Yes. In their home, they explained to him the way 
of God more, um, excuse me, adequately. And that's in uh, Acts 18 and 26. Now, does the Bible ever say that Priscilla pastored the church or taught publicly or became the spiritual leader of a congregation of saints? No, it doesn't. As far as we know, Priscilla was not involved in ministry activity in contradiction to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Now, in Romans 16 and 1, Phoebe is called a deacon or servant in the church and is highly commended by Paul. But as with Priscilla, there is nothing in Scripture to indicate that Phoebe was a pastor or a teacher of men in the church. Able to teach is given as a qualification for elders, but not for deacons. The structure of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11-14 makes the reason why women cannot be pastors perfectly clear. Verse 13 begins with 4, giving the cause of Paul's statement in verses 11 and 12. Why should women not teach or have authority over men? Because Adam was created first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived. God created Adam first and then created Eve to be a helper for Adam. The order of creation has universal application in the family and in the church. The fact that Eve was deceived is also given in 1 Timothy 2, chapter 2, verse 14. As a reason for women are not serving as pastors or having spiritual authority over men, this does not mean that women are gullible or that they are all more easily deceived than men. If all women are more easily deceived, why would they be allowed to teach children who are easily deceived and other women who are supposedly more easily deceived? The text simply says that women are not to teach men or have spiritual authority over men because Eve was deceived. God has chosen to give men the primary teaching authority in the church. Now, I will emphasize this, that we've got way too many men who shy away from teaching, in the, especially in the church, in teaching period. We have way, way more teachers in the school system, be it women over men. But that's going into another subject. But I'll continue on here, that um, many women excel in gifts of hospitality, mercy, teaching, evangelism, and helping and serving. Much of the ministry of the local church depends on women. That's true. Women in the church are not restricted from public praying or prophesying, only from having spiritual teaching authority over men. The Bible nowhere restricts women from exercising the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and women, just as men, are called to minister to others to demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit. And that's Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And to proclaim the gospel to the lost. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. 
God has ordained that only men are to serve in positions of spiritual teaching authority in the church. This is not because men are necessarily better teachers or because women are inferior or less intelligent, which is not the case. It is simply the way God designed the church to function. Men are to set the example in spiritual leadership in their lives and through their words. Women are to take a less authoritative role and women are encouraged to teach other women. The Bible also does not restrict women from teaching children. The only activity women are restricted from is teaching or having spiritual authority over men. And this precludes women from serving as pastors to men. This does not make women less important by any means, but rather gives them a ministry focus more in agreement with God's plan and his gifting of them. Now, <clears throat> I explained it there. You can take it with a grain of salt. You can get mad at it, but this is coming from scripture. Now, I myself was under a female pastor. And and she was great. Now, she, she has since passed away. But um, sometimes interpretations can get misconstrued. But also God gives us foresight and knowledge to see our errors, see see things in their correct um, light, in their correct interpretations. Some people may not get this. Some people may get it later. Some people may get mad about it. But the thing is, I have to bring forth truth. This may rub some the wrong way, but the thing is, this is God's truth. Praise the Lord. Enough said. Thank you for checking out Fantline. Until next time, keep Jesus first and be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Thank you.